Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 99, okay? We told you. It was coming. We're here. Finally, it's time. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Uh, we couldn't do the United States, man. We knew that we had to get out of here. We knew we had to move. We knew we had to get away. So Megs and I are down here in the Dominican Republic. We're here for two reasons. We'll get to both of those reasons uh, in a minute. Now, obviously, you can see behind me, we've got, you know, the trees and the water and the hotels and the tropics and the flamingo. There's flamingos. There's flamingos down there somewhere. If you see the flamingos, the flamingos are here. Megs is obsessed with the flamingos. Uh, so much to the fact that today she tried to be one. She thought maybe if she wore the pink shirt and stood on one leg and flapped her arms that they would accept her into the thing. But I told her, much like the Buckabee, Harry Potter, with the bird, with the wings thing, you gotta like, you know, gently ease your way in. If they don't accept you into the clan, you're not a flamingo. So anti-flamingo success here at the resort so far but megs is working on it uh we're gonna get her we're gonna get her into the flamingo clan here before we leave i'm sweating my ass off dude it is so hot in this country uh and of course you know obviously the people who live here they you know they're used to it give me three months in this country i'm not gonna be sweating outside on a balcony but it's hot, man. It's so hot here. Here's a picture on the screen. This is how far from the States we are. I think, what did we fly? Like five or 6,000 miles. We flew a few miles. We flew a few hours. We got here. And it's crazy. I mean, uh, listen, this vacation cost... The vacation itself, I mean, let alone the glasses that I have on my face, but the vacation itself cost, I think, what? Upwards of like 13 grand. Uh, the vacation itself costs 13 grand. The glasses on my face are another four. All the equipment we use to film a podcast in the Dominican Republic costs another three. So you can do the math, okay? The vacation costs me a little over $17,000. So we're here for two weeks and we're having a blast. We had the opportunity. We took it. We seized it. Uh, we got everything lined up. We got someone watching the embarrassment of the Frenchie. He's having his best life over at that house. And then of course the boys over somewhere else at that house. And, uh, you know what I mean? It's going good. It's going good. Getting here was a little insane, uh, planning this trip probably took about five years off my life. Affording it took another five years off, but we made it happen. We we're supposed to go to this one resort. We we're supposed to go to Mexico. We we're supposed to go here. Then we we're supposed to go there. Then they got booked. Then our connection fell through. Then something else happened. Then we couldn't go there. Then we couldn't go here. So eventually, then we got a travel agent, then she was great, we didn't, we're not really sure what, you know, her role in the whole thing was, because we just kind of told her where we wanted to go in the end, and how much we wanted to spend to begin with, but it's fine, she got us the transportation, we got VIP, okay, we may or may not have hooked up the Nintendo 64 in the Escalade that drove us from the airport to our room here at the resort, just saying that's the way we roll. The vacation cost me like 20 grand. I'm not even joking. Uh, we got the flights, and of course, we almost had to fly a different country, or not a different country. <laughs> we almost had to fly a different company. We're Southwest people. That's all we take. They're the best. Listen, this whole paying for your bags thing on every other airline, we're done with it. If the, if the two bags checked is not included with the ticket that I'm paying for, I don't want it. I'm not going. I'm not playing these silly goose games where you try to scoop me in with a $100 airline ticket round trip both ways for both people. And then when I get there, you're like, oh, sir, your bag, it's... It's, it's, it's 15 pounds. So now we have to charge you $85 a pound over the 10 pen pound limit. And then, you know, I've got another $800 tacked onto my plane tickets because this is where they get you. So if you're not doing, here's the issue I've said on this podcast before, I'll say it again. Why every airline is not doing the same thing the Southwest is doing. 
I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know how the people fly in the other side. Now, Spirit, don't get me wrong. Spirit's not even an airline. Now, apparently Spirit has a VIP club, which is very fancy and gives you better seats and bigger seats. You can be a Spirit Gold member, apparently. I'm trying to convince Megs to fly Spirit with me, but she won't do it. So I have to spring for the mid-range, okay? And the mid-range is Southwest. I'm not springing for first class. We're not that type of podcast yet. Maybe after we hit 99, maybe after we're done this episode, maybe once we, you know, spend another week here in paradise, you know, and it's not all, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. Like I said, we're here for two reasons, people. One, we're on a secret mission and two, something I'll tell you about in a minute. But I mean, the secret mission, listen, for those who don't know, for those who don't know, who haven't been rocking with me for the last 99 episodes, if you're just joining in, wherever you found us, thanks for watching. Subscribe. Wadpod.com backslash YouTube is where you need to be. Subscribe to the channel and let us know. Uh, rate it, comment it, leave a like, a review, whatever out of 10, dude. And so then once you're done doing that, educate yourself on the fact that I have a strange father. He doesn't talk to me anymore. But before that, before Jeff decided that he was not going to speak to us anymore, he bought us a condo. He said, hey, guys, I got all this money. I took it out of my 401k. I'm buying us a condo in the Dominican Republic. Better yet, I'm buying it in Punta Cana. So at like age, you know, 13, 14, Daddy Warbucks has got us, you know, a family vacation home in this country insane so theoretically according to the man who drove us from the airport to where i'm sitting now because of that fact and for how long that my family has owned property in this country he says i'm half you know he says i'm basically a part of the culture now you know so uh i just need to learn spanish the issue is we don't know any spanish <laughs> We're in a Spanish-speaking country, and we don't know any Spanish. Megs thinks this is how terrible Megs is. Megs is quite the opposite. Not only does she not know any Spanish, it's it's kind of worse than that. Everyone who passes us, of course, everyone's so nice here. Everyone's the nicest. The Americans, the Dominicans, everyone, wherever they're from, whoever's here, they're so nice. And as soon as you pass somebody, it's like, hola, hello, hola, how are you, hola. Megs is going around saying cola. Because that's all they have here for her to drink. You know what I mean? They just have soda, water, whatever. She's a soda drinker. She's not a water drinker. So she thinks everyone, as soon as they pass her, they're saying cola, cola, offering her a drink. They say hola. She says cola. And then she never gets a drink. Now she's pissy for the rest of the night. I told her she needs to learn about two inches of Spanish, dude. Uh, but I mean, the flights were great. I mean, the flights cost like, you know, five grand. I mean, our tickets to and from the place were five grand. The stay here was another 23. I mean, overall, I think we ended up spending what, like twenty three, twenty four thousand dollars $24,000, I think, on the entire vacation. And I mean, the place, uh, the flight down. I mean, the flight was good. Meg said, Meg said if she has the same flight on the way back, she'll be 30% less scared of airplanes than she was before we went down here. You know, she's every other girl. She's got to take 16 pills. She's got the anxiety and the fear of flying or whatever. So she said the plane ride was great. The only, the only thing that threw me off about the plane ride uh, is not the fact that we had a female pilot but the fact that before we took off you know like the stewardess and the flight attendants they did the this is how you do the seat belts and this is where the things are and this is where the things are under your seat and you got to do the you got to run through the safety instructions because 90 percent of us in the plane have never flown before so we don't know the rules if the one percent happens and so after the flight attendants were done with the seatbelt thing and the demonstration of how the whole fucking plane works before takeoff the pilot comes on over the intercom and she's like <laughs> she comes over the intercom and i mean in a nutshell basically she's like i don't really know how to fly a plane lol and then she directed people to her only fans she made a joke about not being able to fly and then told the entire flight full of 150 people headed to punta cana from baltimore she said check out my only fans and then said lol told us to buckle up and we were on our way 
quite a little insane, a little bit drastic, but I guess Southwest since the whole Christmas flight delay. Oh, is that a Fleming? Is that a friend? Oh, you can see him. He's Oh, they're on the prowl now. They're usually here in the corner walking. Oh, now they're standing to, oh, flapping. They love flapping them flamingo wings. They only have three here. We're a little pissy. We're going to get them some more. We're going to go find a flamingo sanctuary. We're going to watch a whole documentary on the flamingos tonight just so we can know everything about them. But like I said, dude, so a few years back, daddy got the condo. Okay, and so of course, family vacations happened here because you know we could just go to the condo. That eliminates my $25,000 resort bill. That eliminates, you know, our $10,000 food bill that we're going to pay for at the end of this trip. That's going to eliminate our $5,000 alcohol tab at the end of this trip. Once we're done this whole thing, I mean, we've probably, I'd say, once we check out the card swipe, the accidentals, the room service, the alcohol, the food, everything, we're probably spending, I don't know what, at least 25 grand. But that's what my dad realized early on. My dad realized, he thought, hey, instead of spending $27,000 for the entire family to come down here, let's just spend that exact amount of money on a condo. Because back then, 10 years ago. Now we asked the guy here about prices from the airport. We were driving. I saw a billboard. You can get a three bedroom, three bath on the beach down here for like, I don't know, 120 grand. And that's today. So daddy Warbucks bought the condo, what, 10 years ago. And so, you know, who knows? It was probably at least a hundred, maybe he only paid 90. Daddy probably only paid 90 to 100 for the condo. So it, it was smart. It was a smart investment. Now, the issue was, which is the issue that Airbnb is running into now, is it's not a sustainable business plan. You can't manage a property from another country. No matter if you have the best cleaning service, no matter if you have the best rental management, whether you have the best rental management company running that condo, things are going to go missing. Things aren't going to get cleaned properly. Things aren't going to be done right. So what are you going to do with the $1,100 you make in profit every month from renting out your Dominican condo? You're going to spend all that money on plane tickets to come down to make sure that things are getting done right. And so that's what, you know, uh, that's what the parents did. And so they quickly realized that uh, they needed to sell. And unfortunately, unfortunately, when they decided to sell that condo, sorry, I'm laughing. Megs is dancing naked behind the camera. If you don't believe me, there's a, there's a camera right there pointed at the thing. It's fine. No. Um, so I don't even remember what I was talking about now. She got me all fucked up. Look at them tan lines. Them booty cheeks are burnt. You got some burnt booty cheeks. Damn. Twerk, twerk, twerk. Shake it, shake, shake, shake. Anyways, so he learned pretty quickly on that all of his profits were kind of gone. Because, you know, I mean, obviously, every time they came down here, they had to clean and do whatever and do the condo thing. And, but other than that, uh, they was tiring. You know, they got tired of it. And it was a situation where they weren't ready to move down here yet full time. The plan was obviously to rent it out, make as much money from it as possible, retire, quit your job, sell all the property in the United States, and then permanently move to the condo that you now have paid off from all the renters over the years for your retirement. Only issue is dad's not that great with money like his son. And so, um, he decided to sell. The only issue is about him selling the condo is a, that means I can't go to it anymore. I mean, we don't really have a relationship. So I doubt if I called him up and asked to stay in his condo, he wouldn't let me. Flamings are back in. There they are in their spot. Oh, they're playing, playing yard games with the flamingos. Anyways, he wouldn't let me stay in the condo anyways. So it's like, hey, what's the point of even trying? The issue is when he did talk to me, Megs and I stayed there right after high school. So it was a little graduation, a little getaway for the teenagers. Megs and I, at the age of 18, 19 years old, decided to get on a plane by ourselves for the first time ever and uh, fly to this country. We stayed in my dad's condo and it was great. And now the unfortunate part is while I was there, um, I hit a stack of $10,000 bills. Uh, it was $10,000, I think, in hundreds behind the electric box. 
And so sitting in my father's now probably sold condo down the street is a stack of cash, and I need that back. Because if I haven't mentioned it once, I'll mention it again on this podcast. This whole trip, all in all, when it's all said and done, is probably going to cost me like $32,000. So, you know, I don't even know... you know, what's going to happen when we get back. I'm getting emails every day about the overdraft fees out of the six bank accounts that I actually have. So we'll see, but we blew the whole load. We blew the whole load on the vacation, but we got here and it was fun and it was a good time. So listen, we need, we've scoped out the property. We've got, I paid off a guy with the last $50 we had Uh, I paid off a guy. He gave me the security code to the gate. It was the same as the code as it was last time I was at my dad's place down here. Uh, So I could have saved 50 bucks there, but that's fine. So we have the code to the security guard. We're scoping out the property just about every day for a few hours to see what the schedule is, the landscapers, the people who live there, the people who bought the place, if they're coming and going, if they're there permanently. So we're going to, we're going to figure out some patterns here and then we're going to break in basically to the condo now that someone else owns it, pop open the electric box and get that money out. If it's still there, pray to God the cops don't get caught. So that's one of the reasons we're here, dude. Oh, man. And I mean, it's been a long time coming. Uh, just just as soon as I got the news, dad was selling the condo. Obviously I knew we had to come back and get the money. Um, and so we don't really have, uh, no, (laughs) no internet service down here. I mean, we do have Wi-Fi That's actually pretty decent. The Wi-Fi here is pretty okay. But the issue is Verizon's being a dumb bunch of little bitches. Verizon's only international travel plan to the Punta Cana is $10 a day and we have two phones. I'm not paying $300 to Verizon just to use my phones here. So we've been on nothing but Wi-Fi, babes. So we kind of have to rely on our friends to let us know what's going on back in the States. And apparently two things are happening. Uh, Jonah Hill's gone completely psycho on his ex-girlfriends and or current girlfriends and or past girlfriends. But I mean, look, I think, I think that's the gist of it. I mean, if you, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I think I kind of agree with Jonah on it. I mean, look, I wouldn't want Meg's out, you know, surfing with a bunch of dudes and sexy women either. You know, she's not a surf instructor. I don't know if Jonas Hill's girlfriend was. I think she was. But I don't want Meg's doing that either. You got to have boundaries in your relationship. Especially, especially, especially if uh, your girl is as uh, mid and unattractive as Margot Robbie. I mean, you have to literally, you would have to be a psychopath to not lay down the law with your five out of 10 girlfriend, like, okay, on a good day, like if you're not wearing makeup, it's kind of meh type of Margot Robbie type female. I mean, you'd have to be ridiculous to not to. If you're, listen, here's the issue. It's, Oh man, it's, you know what? It's the same, it's the same group of closeted homophobics that didn't watch the Wolf of Wall Street who thinks Margot Robbie's mid. I can't, it's like, (laughs) Paul calls me and the the few minutes that I have with one of my best friends on the phone while I'm in another country, he's like, hey, I've got some updates. I've got some updates from the States and Paul, Paul updates us on the, on the Twitter news. He got a sick deal from sick water. I'll tell you all about it in a minute. And also Twitter and a group of fuck boys have determined that Margot Robbie is mid. So for those of you who don't know, the term mid is exactly what you think it is. Mid, M-I-D, mid stands for mid-range, middle of the road, mid-class, rate me, scale of one to 10, how sexy am I? Zero being completely, like I can't even look at you, let alone even have a fathom thought of taking you back to the hotel room. Zero, all the way to, there's a line of guys wrapped around the corner just to say hi, 10 out of 10, Margot Robbie, Five out of 10 is what the internet is now deeming the score. And I mean, obviously, 
obviously we have no one to thank but the Zoomers, okay? The Zoomers are the kids doing it, right? Meg's Meg's brought it up at the pool we were talking about today because obviously between Meg's and I, we've got 16 brain cells and we all know how attractive Margot Robbie actually is. Now listen, some might say that the Wolf of Wall Street scene was a meh. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. Listen, was it like, you know, every man's dream and that's it? No. Like the tone and the tan and the slick and the oil and the whole thing. Like, you know, great titties. Great. Love it. Whole bot. Bang it. Perfect. What else are you going to say about it? That's me. Like now, honestly, if you had to have the whole span of like, you know, Margot Robbie's career from start to finish. I'm going to put some, while I'm talking about the whole damn thing, we're going to have a whole slideshow on the screen of exactly how not mid she is. The Zoomers are trying to claim, and I talked to Paul about it, host of the, uh, host of the High Cheese podcast. If you haven't listened to High Cheese this week, they probably just dropped an episode today. It was either today or yesterday, and if they haven't done so already, they probably won't in a minute. Check out the High Cheese podcast. Paul has let us know that Margot Robbie is now classified as mid, 5 out of 10. Oh, guys, what are we doing? Like, do I have to say It's like I have to say it in every country. It's like I have to say it here. I have to say it back home. At least when we're in the States, the stories are like, you know, at least somewhat believable. At least we can have stories like, you know, the White House stops investigation about the cocaine in the White House because there's no way we'll know who it is. The White House with a camera on every corner, surveillance, logs, security guards. We don't know who did it, but Margot Robbie's mid. That's the news of the week. It's the news of the week. And of course, you know what I mean? We're trying to stay off our phones. We're on that, you know, quote unquote vacation grind. It's like, you know, when you pay, when you pay $38,000 for a two week vacation, I mean, that's it. That's it. Uh, you know, and I mean, so we're in the Dominican, the food so far has been great. Uh, the food's been good. We've got some really good steaks. We've got some really good seafood, some surprises. Here's the thing about the DR's food, especially here on the resorts. If you don't know what it is that you're about to consume, there's probably going to be something in the middle. Like if you don't like, if it says like, Ooh, chocolate, vanilla, chocolate, you know, bomba, dark chocolate, whatever, vanilla, f strawberry, whatever the puff pastry is, there's always something in the middle. Everything that you get to eat, especially at this resort, I don't know about other ones, but at the, this resort that we've been at, whether it's a little chocolate, a little puff pastry, a little, you know, a little creme, a little pie filling, a little, even, even when it's just like a little fritter. I thought I had, I was, I was so excited. I got this little, like, you know, cinnamon streusel fritter. There's some in the middle. There's always something in the middle, whether it's a dessert, whether it's like a baked cheese type thing. When you think you think you're getting a mozzarella stick, no, you're getting a puff pastry with like a, a fancy cheese with a little strawberry sauce with a little say there's always something in the middle. And I'll tell you what, dude. Oh, it was hilarious. Uh, their jump here. Okay. The job of these, of course, well, I mean, it's a resort. The job of any hotel, we're in, it's the hospitality industry, okay? But their job here is to basically say yes to whatever you want within reason. I mean, obviously, you know, if you, you got the shit room and you ask for the extreme private jacuzzi pool upgrade like I did, they're going to say no. But, you know, if you pay for the club level amenity suite room like I did, because the whole thing costs at least, I think when we're done here, at least $39,000, they'll do whatever you want. So they're saying yes to us left and right. And uh, since they're saying yes to us left and right, we're asking for everything. The first night we went to dinner, <laughs> listen to this, the first night we went to dinner, here's the thing. They have about half 
of your cocktail list down. So whatever your like go-to drink, Miami Vice, Long Island, Mojito, a screwball, a gin and tonic, vodka, so whatever your drink is, uh, mo- uh, that was Meg's kit. Meg's kit's the margaritas, the whatever. Whatever the drink, they've got half that list down and the other half, they're clueless. So if it's not something that's like super well known, they're probably going to look at you like you're insane. We went to dinner. (laughs) We went to dinner at one of the restaurants. I think it was like one of the only ones you needed reservations for. Only the club level members people will pay anywhere at least, at least $41,000 for their entire stay. Uh, you get to go to this special restaurant. So we went to this restaurant and I asked him, he said, oh, do you want something to drink other than water? Because yeah, that's the point of this whole place. You drink a little bit of water for every glass of water you drink. You take six shots of happy, happy. Ask Megs, she loves them. And so we go, we sit down at dinner. He's pouring our drinks. Megs orders an espresso martini. Everyone knows that everyone knows how to make an espresso martini. And I say, hey, let me get a... Let me just, let me get, you know what? Let me get a Long Island. Everyone knows what a Long uh, the vodka, the gin, the this, the that, the alcohol, a little splash of Coke. Who doesn't know what a Long Island? I asked this man, and he had braces. Now, listen, I'm not sure. I don't know if that indicates he's younger or not. I don't know if they do the braces early and that some adults I know now have braces. So we can't judge him on the fact that he had braces. But I would like to imagine that after I asked for a Long Island iced tea, the words that came out of his mouth next would indicate the fact that he did have braces. He's fresh out of school and this might be his first job. Because as soon as I said, yeah, I don't know, let me... I don't know, let me just, let me get a Long Island. Yeah, let's do a Long Island before dinner. That sounds great. He said, no. Just looked at me like I was the fool who thought I would come to the Dominican Republic all the way from Pennsylvania, which is funny, by the way. We tell everyone we're from fucking Pennsylvania, and the first two spots they go, oh, Philly, Pittsburgh, where you got Philly? And so when we break their hearts and say, uh, yeah, we're like two hours, it's uh, Hershey Park. It's like we're the Hershey people. And they're like, oh, yeah, we've been to Hershey Park once. You know, <laughs> yeah. but if, you know, we would have told them we were from Philly, it would have been a whole different conversation. So people were real disappointed when they find out we're from <laughs> the Hershey area of Pennsylvania. But the first night we were here, dude, and Megs and I have just been joking about it the whole time. I literally asked for every, and ever since then, that was the first night. That was literally four or five nights ago. We've been to bars. We've been to restaurants. We've been to lunch, dinner, breakfast. I've been to the bar at 11 a.m., 5 a.m., room service, the club level suite, the bar downstairs, the one only I'm allowed to go to, the one only people who spent at least $43,000 on their whole stay went to, that bar. I've been, I've ordered a Long Island every moment since then, and not a single soul has batted an eye. But this one dude, this one kid, this one guy the first night set that tone. And I'm so I'm ready. I'm in the and great, you know, I've already had a few drinks before we got to the table, so I'm good to go. Like it wasn't a dire situation. But like this man, this man looked up at me and said, I said, yeah, let me uh just uh, let me get a Long Island, you know? Let me get that. Just let me get a Long Island. It's vodka, a few other things, and a little dash of coke. He said, no. <laughs> and then the same thing happened to Megs today. It wasn't as drastic. Megs just desperately wanted a box of Frosted Flakes at breakfast. But uh, it had every other cereal. The kid in front of her, that snot nose of a little kid in front of her, took the last box of Frosted Flakes. And so Megs went up and she looked in all the rows. Because they put them in everyone. They make an illusion like they've got Frosted Flakes, but they really don't. You got to look in every aisle. And she asked the lady behind the counter running, you know, the bread and the the bagels and the rolls and the, you know, Cinnabons and the and the dry stuff, the bread. You know, the dry the dry stuff of the breakfast buffet. And Megs is like, oh, he took the last box. 
about the Frosted Flakes. I really wanted Frosted Flakes. She's, you guys got any more in the back? Any more Frosted Flakes? Lay says, no. And that's it, dude. They're so fucking forward. They're so front-facing forward with every time they say no, it's like you just have to accept it. You have to accept the fact that that is the answer because at the end of the day, what are they going to do? What are they going to do if they don't know how to make a Long Island and get you a box of Frosted Flakes? Not much they can do. They're not going to go to the Walmart. They're not going to go to the grocery store down the street and like get you, the one guy at the resort, a box of Frosted Flakes. The answer's no. <laughs> so listen, we got to rank these celebrities now because apparently there's a re-ranking. Margot Robbie's mid. I think we should re-rank. Who else can we put on the list? It's like if Margot Robbie's let, let's just do them by numbers. Let's start there. If that's where we're at, if Margot Robbie's a 5 out of 10, right? If Margot Robbie's 5 out of 10, then one step up from her, 6 out of 10, a little more likely, you know what I mean? A step up from her, Kelly Clarkson, all right? So let's do Margot Robbie, 5 out of 10, not that hot, pretty mid. Step up from that. Kelly Clarkson. Step up from Kelly Clarkson. Okay, I mean, because Kelly's got Kelly's got it in the bag. She's got that American Idol win. She's got that music career after Idol, because you know what I mean. The winners of American Idol this year are like back to singing on the subway for three dollars a day in tips, you know, the next year. Like it's a thing. So she made that American Idol bag work. Now she's got her own talk show. Now that Ellen got off. Once Oprah and Ellen got off the air, we needed a new female talk show. Steve Harvey was doing great. Steve Harvey had them viral moments. You know that advice section every at the end of every Steve Harvey show. You know he lived for that. Every piece of advice that Steve Harvey gave on that Steve Harvey show went viral. Because it was smart. It was so smart. Because all it was was an audience full of women. All Steve Harvey had was an audience full of women. A few of them brought their husbands. Let's be honest. Megs wants to go see Steve Harvey. I'm fucking going with her. And, you know, Steve Harvey opens it up. Let's see your questions, lady. And, you know, every other question's the same. Every other question they're asking Steve Harvey's the same. Steve. Ah... Oh, Steve, we, and you know, when that happens, Steve is like, yep, I know what's coming. Go ahead, darling. I know what's coming. And then she goes, you know, Steve. And Steve goes, how long's it been? <laughs> she, goes, she goes, Steve, we've been married for 14 years, Steve, and it's been, it's not going good. He's just not doing what he's supposed to, if you know what I mean, Steve. And then, you know, Steve, he drops the microphone. He goes. And then Steve goes, well, he said, listen. He said, maybe your man stopped doing what he was supposed to do because you stopped doing what you was supposed to do. And then all the women in the audience start clapping because now all of a sudden we flip the script because what she was expecting was Steve Harvey to go off on him like, yeah, your man ain't shit. Your man needs to get his shit hard. Your man needs to lay down the pipe. Your man needs to do this. Your man needs to do that. What she wasn't expecting was being put on the same level mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, marriagely. I don't know. That's not a word, but that's okay. I'll say it anyways. Fuck, bitch. I'm in Puzzacata. I'm drunk. Let's go. No, all I'm saying is Steve always flipped the script on him. Steve always said, well, maybe your husband isn't doing what he's supposed to be doing because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so then they get, oh, well, you know what, Steve? You're right. You're right. You're right. It's been a minute. And then Steve goes, well, how long's it been since you did it there? But and Steve and then she and Steve looks at her like, and she go, yeah, you're right. And you know her husband got his dick sucked six hours later, at least when he got home from work that evening. You know Steve Harvey is directly responsible for at least I don't know how many, how many people, at least 
I say at least 2,000. Steve Harvey is directly responsible for 2,000 men in the United States getting laid, if not in other countries. It's probably more. 2,000 in the United States, more in other country, probably 10,000, probably 10,000 worldwide, thanks to Steve Harvey. Men are getting laid all over the planet. Listen, the sunglasses on my face cost, I don't even know what we spent. I think it was like at least five grand. I think they were six. They might have been on sale. They might have been five or six, but the vacation the vacation costs at least. I think once it's all said and done, this whole vacation is going to be at least 45 grand. So Amy Schumer's a five out of ten. No, we didn't even put her on the list. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We skipped that. So Margot Robbie's the 5 out of 10. Kelly Clarkson's a 6 out of 10. Amy Schumer, 7 out of 10. Okay? She's not that... We were going to put Amy... We were going to put Amy at number 6. Okay? We were going to put Amy before Kelly. The issue is Amy Schumer has like... Three good vagina jokes. So she's seven out of ten at least. Margot Robbie, Kelly Clarkson, Amy Schumer. And then, I mean, you're eight out of ten, dude. I mean, if you're talking like bombshell, white whale at the bar, like you don't have a chance to talk to her. She's going to sniff out your bullshit fuckboy attitude. I want to buy you a drink. Order me the wrong drink. Hitch movie. Apple martini. Fuck on my forehead kind of situation. Eight out of ten. You don't have a chance. It's got to be Lizzo. So if we've got Margot Robbie, five out of ten. Margot, Kelly... Amy, Lizzo, 8 out of 10. And then I mean, like, we're talking what? What's 9? I mean, if we're talking 9 out of 10, high-end, female-based, just straight-up, bomb, dynamite, perfect, the body, the attitude, the looks, the hair, the dress, the situation, the lifestyle, the money. She's got her own car. Nine out of ten. Bad bit. I mean, like, I, you wouldn't, you, like, you wouldn't even, as a person like me, a jackass who does episode 99 and 100 of his podcast from a completely different country after only making $160 on it last year. But hey, I mean, the whole vacation, I mean, this whole vacation, it went towards a good, it went towards it. I mean, it went towards it. We spent, I think, like, I think we'll end up spending 48 grand. But I mean, nine out of 10, nine out of 10, Rosie O'Donnell. I think if we had to give, I mean, I'm taking my time with this, ladies and gentlemen, because this, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's an important list. I mean, if this is where we're at, if this is what we're doing in 2023, this list is important. And I think, I think if we're doing Margot Robbie five out of ten because she's just mid as fuck, then Kelly Clarkson, then Amy Schumer, then. Who is after that? Lizzo. I'm losing my train of thought. Nine out of ten. Gotta be Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell's your nine out of ten. I swear to you, if I saw Rosie O'Donnell at the bar, listen, if because you know, here's the thing, you girls know, if you're a nine out of ten, if you're in that eight to nine to ten out of ten range, if you're not mid, you're above that mid-range, you're styling. You got that banging, but you're at the dress, you're at the club, you got the drink, you're single, you're with the ladies, you're doing your thing, you're with your eights, you're with your nines, you're with your ten out of ten. You're sexy as shit. And so you know girls like that, like Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell can't go to the bar by herself because it would just be a line of dudes. It'd be a fucking sausage party. And apparently, shout out to uh, Seth Rogen because Sausage Party 2 apparently needs to be screened for like the Amazon HR department because uh, it's going to be off the wall. 
So, like, if you're Rosie O'Donnell, 9 out of 10, going to the bar by yourself, you're going to have a line of dudes stacked up. And you can't have that. So what do you do? You fill the rest of your friend group with a bunch of mids. So in order for someone like a 9 out of 10 Rosie O'Donnell to go out to the bar, get a drink, go to the club, dance a little bit, have some fun, loosen up, maybe go back home with someone, she's got to take some mitts. She's got to take people like Margot. She's got to take people like Amy. And she's got to surround herself with the girls who are like, you know, the guys who are approaching her have a chance with. And then when that, you know, one diamond in the rough, that nine out of 10 guy, not saying it's me, Lord knows I'm a four. Uh, but, you know, when that one out of 10, that 1%, that, that knight in shining armor comes up, all the other Sia dudes, all the other guys who want to take you home because you're a nine, babe. All those other guys are soaked up by your Margos and your Amys and your Lizzos of the group. Now you've got the opportunity to bang the millionaire with the suit on at the club because he's single or recently divorced and wants to take you back to his penthouse suite, Rosie O'Donnell. And then, I mean, 10 out of 10, I mean, it's got to be... Listen, I know obviously, thanks to sexuality, I don't stand a chance, but... You know, it's got to be uh, a 10 out of 10. I mean, it's it's got to be, uh, it's got to be, uh, it's got to be Ellen DeGeneres. I think Ellen DeGeneres is 10 out of 10 for me. Not like, not early Ellen. Like last season, abusive, HR's worst nightmare. Like we're probably going to have to shut down the show after these rumors. Season 23, Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, she's got it. She's got it on Margot. You give her, you give Ellen some khaki pants. You give Ellen a little, you give Ellen a little white dress shirt. You give Ellen a little collar. You give Ellen a little vest with a little collar and her white shirt underneath it. Hey, Ellen could get it. I mean, hey, what are we talking about here? The ranking system between men and women uh, has clearly changed. And for, I guess, what we're going to call the better. It's clearly changed for the better because women like Margot Robbie, like they're just, you know, like, get out of here, dude. Like, yeah, ooh, ooh, you got the perfect. Oh, you're perfect. Oh, you, but guess what? Now you're perfect. You're mid-level. Okay. The scales have tipped. We're going backwards. You heard it here first. The internet society, this wasn't me. I just report the freaking news. I don't know what's going on. I'm in the Dominican Republic, dude. Okay. When this is all said and done with the glasses and the thing and the bed and the jacuzzi and the pool, there's a hammock right downstairs. It's a multi-level building. I'm on the top floor. This whole thing, I think, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest because we don't make shit up on this podcast anymore, I'm 99.9% .9 sure I've got to talk to my accountant, but I'm pretty sure once this is all said and done, with whatever she's doing, we're, you know, we got like massages scheduled, our birthdays tomorrow, anniversaries five days after that. We've got episode 100 to do next week. This whole thing is at least, at least going to cost us $50,000. So, I mean, you know, Meg's, Meg's is nowhere near that Margot Robbie level. So, obviously, she falls on that, you know, like six to seven to eight, you know, nine out of 10 scale. So, I'm basically. While I'm out here recording this podcast, it makes me a hundred dollars a year. Uh, she's in there kicking off her OnlyFans content uh, strategy. We've got a few Dominican girls here who are willing to help out. So uh, if that link ever does go live, you can catch that in the description. So we're going to be some content moguls here. Listen, I discovered all I need is Wi-Fi. They've got decent Wi-Fi here. Okay, it's not good for Twitter. Elon's Twitter doesn't work in the Punta Cana. We got to say his name at least once. But that's pretty much it, dude. I mean, getting here was a nightmare. I mean, what else even happened? What else even happened? Uh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. What else even happened? Jonah, oh, oh, Meg sent me the article about, uh, this is hilarious, and then we'll wrap this shit up. Meg sent me the article. There's going to be pictures on the screen because of his age and everything, just stress and life. <laughs> They're fucking Johnny Knoxville is getting mistaken in public for uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Jamie Lee Curtis and Johnny Knoxville are the same person. They have the same haircut, same hair color, same black rim glasses, same facial structure. They both weigh 90 pounds. They're both 85 years old and they both need to quit because they shouldn't be making movies or doing stupid jackass stunts anymore. Johnny Knoxville's real pissed. Let's look it up. Can we Google it? Let's read some of the story. Let's see what TMZ says. Johnny Knoxville <laughs> mistaken for Rosie O'Donnell, dude. Here we go. Johnny Knoxville mistaken for Rosie O'Donnell? Not Rosie O'Donnell. My mind's on Rosie O'Donnell now. I got that 10 out of 10. I got that 9 out of 10 babe on my mind. Rosie O'Donnell. No, not Rosie O'Donnell. Let's try that search again. I'm drunk in the Dominican Republic. Johnny Knoxville mistaken for Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I mean, it's so good. It's so good, man. It's so good. <laughs> During a Thursday morning discussion about his upcoming ABC series, Prank Panel, which, by the way, is not upcoming. It's out. It's okay. Uh, I heard an interview with, uh, I think, Andre's on the show. I heard an interview with Andre. Is Andre on the show? Johnny Knoxville. Anyways, interview with him. Knoxville was, like, tasing him. Every time they went to film, the cameras were rolling. Knoxville tased him, and so he quit the show. He says, just between us, I've been coloring my hair since my mid-20s, he said. So during the pandemic, you can't see anymore. Uh, are you going to get the silver... Are you getting the silver fox name? Do people call you that? And like, the, who even writes these articles? Like, people don't even... The people who write these articles are so terrible. Silver Foxville is what they're calling him. Hashtag Silver Foxville. <laughs> oh, apparently, this says here, social media has long compared Knoxville to Jamie Lee Curtis with several memes playfully joking about the similarities between the two. Knoxville's Jackass Forever co-star Rachel Wolfson uh, even revealed that she felt her on-screen partner slowly transformed into Jamie Lee Curtis while they filmed the 2022 MTV movie. The first day we get to set, Knoxville looked like the Knoxville I grew up watching on television. He had dark hair. He was pretty much the same to me. Uh, she told Jay Leno uh, when legendary talk show personality filled in on the Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Jay Leno filled in for Kelly Clarkson because she's busy being a 7 out of 10 babe in 2022. As we started filming more one day, he shows up to set looking like Silver Foxville here. And I was like, what is this? I didn't recognize this person. I think me and the internet both agree the strong resemblance to Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, listen, both of their careers are over. They both need to stop making movies. They've both got this silver fox look going on. I think what they should do is for one scene in the movie without telling anybody, I think for the upcoming Freaky Friday 2 sequel starring Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Lindsay Lohan, I think confirmed for the uh, Freaky Friday 2 sequel. Saw a picture of Lindsay Lohan, by the way, looking good. Off the drugs, pregnant, looking good, gearing up probably for a Freaky Friday 2 sequel. I'm all in. I'm all in. Listen, I might not be all in for like a Britney Spears resurgence, okay? The book, meh, that's some mid shit. You want to hear some mid shit? You know what's not mid? Margot Robbie. You know it's mid? Britney Spears releasing a book. And you know what else is going to happen when she releases the book? There's going to be a special pre-order version that all you Britney Spears diehard fans are going to get a week before everyone else, a week before Barnes & Noble, and there's going to be a special QR code only printed in 10 copies, and that's probably going to get you access to the first two singles on her upcoming album that's going to be announced in the book at the end with the book as bigger news. You heard it here first. If Britney Spears announces an album around slash the same time this book comes out, clip it, cut it, put it on every outlet. I mean, it's got to happen, right? Britney's not dropping a book without then dropping an album, without then dropping a press tour, without then dropping a worldwide, look at me, I'm Britney Spears tour. You're telling me. You're telling me 
that the likes of Beyonce and Ed Sheeran, now maybe not Beyonce, because Beyonce is pretty much, she's almost up there with Taylor Swift. But you're telling me the likes of Ed Sheeran, a tiny little man with no band and a huge stage that rolls around in a circle and big things with screens and guitar pick screens and this big giant Ed Sheeran concert and a tiny little man on stage that can fill arenas for some reason, some reason Ed Sheeran can fill arenas, Friggin', why isn't Britney Spears on a world tour right now? I mean, obviously she is with her husband traveling because she hasn't been able to do anything in the last year. She's been locked up for the last, you know, 19 years of her life. But hey, I'd be a little pissy too and a little hesitant to make music if the last time I had to make an album, daddy took all my money. Speaking of daddy's money, it's about that time. I got to go break into my father's condo and get the $10,000 worth of cash I stashed as a teenager out of the lockbox. My name's Levi McCurdy. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me. This has been episode 99, dude, and I'm so glad we've got here. We've got a whole nother week plus in paradise. So you can 1000% expect episode 100 to be right here from this balcony in Punta Cana from the Dominican Republic. If you have not done so already, check out Finest Excellence Resorts. They have them in Mexico. They have them in Punta Cana. They have them in the Dominican here. It's crazy, dude. Finest Excellence Resorts. Check them out. The whole vacation, I mean, once it's all said and done, your flights, the room, the amenities, everything that you get that comes with it, it's probably only going to cost you guys like $51,000, but I'm telling you it's worth every penny. Please check them out. They've been so accommodating here and they've even allowed me to record this podcast without saying anything about it. I don't think anyone's complained, not even the people outside on their hammock in their private pool that have heard me talk and ramble on for the last hour. So if you're traveling, check out this resort. You can see the views behind me. Where's my flamingo friend? There they are. They're grazing now, boy. They're standing tall. They get a little when they get a little sleepy, and their wings stop flapping. Is when they get on the one leg. We're gonna learn all about them in that documentary tonight on Disney Plus. You know, we're just obsessed with the flamingos. You know, we're in the Dominican Republic. So if you haven't done so already, whether you're here in this country or at home in the states. All you got to do is go to wadpod.com backslash YouTube backslash Facebook backslash Twitter wadpod.com backslash goodpods wadpod.com backslash Spotify wadpod.com backslash whatever you think we're on. We're probably on it. So just do it, dude. Click the links in the description down below. Hit subscribe. Support all of our friends' podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us everywhere you go. This has been episode 99 of the What Are We Doing podcast. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for rocking with me. Jesus, excuse me, dude. Have a great week, everybody. I'm going to see you on Friday because guess what? In seven days, we're recording episode 100. It's been 100 weeks, 100 nonstop, 100 plus hours, 100 plus nonstop hours of recording audio and video and YouTube and uploading and this and that. <sighs> My name's Levi McCurdy. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me. I will catch you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>